Welcome to the Hearers and Doers podcast. I'm Becky Kaiser, and I'll be the host for this show. Do you need a space where you can show up just as you are? This is your place. Dry shampoo, crying kids, messy house, and barking dogs are all welcome here. Do you need a cheerleader who sees all your amazing potential and unique ways God's called and created you? Done, I'm signing up as captain. I'm a certified life coach and Bible teacher with decades of experience who isn't afraid to tell you the truth you need to hear. Some weeks I'll be sharing practical and encouraging and sometimes correcting shows, and other weeks I'll be introducing you to new and old friends. You ready? Let's go, my friend. Well, before we begin this episode, I wanted to share something really exciting with you. I have always wanted to send my kids to Pine Cove overnight camp. And we did camp in the city one summer and absolutely loved it. And it has been a dream to send my girls. But here's the thing, like every overnight camp, camp can be very, very pricey. Well, I have teamed up with Pine Cove and I am giving everyone who is signing up a first time camper $250 off your camp registration fee. All you have to do is go to pinecove.com, use promo code Becky, B-E-C-K-Y, 250. Again, the promo code to get $250 off is Becky250. If you don't know what Pine Cove is, it is one of the best overnight. They also have day camps and family camps, but one of the best summer camps for kids. They have everything. They do Bible study and worship and all that, but they also have amazing water activities and ropes courses, horseback riding, trails, like anything you could possibly imagine this camp has it. It is my one, my biggest regret from college is not going and being a counselor at Pine Cove because I saw how much fun it was for all my friends who did it. So I always said when I was in college, one day I'm going to send my kids there. And thanks to Pine Cove and their generosity, we all get to go to Pine Cove this summer. So go to pinecove.com, check it out. If you have any questions, feel free to DM me on Instagram. Again, that promo code for 250 off is Becky, B-E-C-K-Y, 250. All right, let's get started with today's episode. John chapter 19, verses 1 through 27. So Pilate took Jesus and had him whipped. The soldiers, having braided a crown from thorns, set it on his head, threw a purple robe on him, and approached him with, Hail, King of the Jews. Then they greeted him with slaps in the face. Pilate went back out again and said to them, I present to him, I present him to you, but I want you to know that I do not find him guilty of any crime. Just then Jesus came out wearing the thorn crown and purple robe and Pilate announced, here he is, the man. When the high priest and police saw him, they shouted in frenzy, crucify, crucify. And Pilate told them, you take him, you crucify him. I find nothing wrong with him. And Jesus answered, we have a law. Apologies. The Jews answered, we have a law. And by that law, he must die because he claimed to be the son of God. When Pilate heard this, he became even more scared. He went back into the palace and said to Jesus, where did you come from? And Jesus gave no answer. And Pilate said, you won't talk. Don't you know that I have authority to pardon you and the authority to crucify you. And Jesus said, you haven't a shred of authority over me except what has been given you from heaven. That's why the one who betrayed me to you 
has committed a far greater fault. At this, Pilate tried his best to pardon him, but the Jews shouted him down. If you pardon this man, you're no friend of Caesar's. Anyone setting himself up as king defies Caesar. And when Pilate heard these words, he led Jesus outside and he sat down on the judgment seat in the area designated Stone Court in Hebrew Gabbatha. It was the preparation day for Passover. The hour was noon. And Pilate said to the Jews, here is your king. And they shouted back, kill him, kill him, crucify him. And Pilate said, I am to crucify your king. And the high priest answered, we have no king except Caesar. And Pilate caved into their demand. He turned him over to be crucified. And they took Jesus away, carrying his cross. Jesus went to the place called Skull Hill. The name in Hebrew is Golgotha, where they crucified him. And with two others, one on each side, Jesus in the middle. Pilate wrote a sign and had it placed on the cross, and it read, Jesus the Nazarene, the King of the Jews. Many of the Jews read this sign because the place where Jesus was crucified was right next to the city. It was written in Hebrew, Latin, and Greek. The Jewish high priest objected, don't write, they said to Pilate, the King of the Jews, make it this man said, I'm the King of the Jews. And Pilate said, what I've written, I've written. And when they crucified him, the Roman soldiers took his clothes and divided them up four ways, to each soldier a fourth. But his robe was seamless, a single piece of weaving, so that they said to each other, let's not tear it up, let's throw dice to see who gets it. And this confirmed the scripture, they said, they divided up my clothes among them and threw dice for my coat. And when the soldier were, soldiers were looking after themselves, Jesus' mother, his aunt, Mary, the wife of Clopas, and Mary Magdalene stood at the foot of the cross. And Jesus saw his mother and the disciple he loved standing near her. And he said to his mother, woman, here is your son. And then to the disciple, here is your mother. From that moment, the disciple, the disciple accepted her as his own mother. What's interesting here is, um, you know, John is the author of this book, the disciple whom he loved. So standing at the foot of the cross, we don't know who all was gathered there, but we do know some of the who's. And it was Jesus's mother, Mary, his aunt, likely Elizabeth, Mary, the wife of Clopas, Mary Magdalene, all the Marys were in attendance. And standing next to Mary, the mother of Jesus, was the disciple John. And that was when, even though we know he had brothers and sisters, that he charged John to take care of his mom. I think that's so precious. My hearer and doer's takeaway for this passage is something in line with that. And I don't even know what it is yet, but it's trusting that Jesus sees our needs. Maybe that's the doer. Maybe in this section, it's not that we actually do, but that we trust. And that's sometimes the hardest thing to trust. That we trust and we entrust our people, our things, our places to Jesus. Just as he has entrusted them to us.
James 1.22 in the ESV says, be doers of the word and not hearers only. Or the message translation says it even more bluntly. Don't fool yourself into thinking that you are a listener when you are anything but. Letting the word go in one ear and out the other. Act on what you hear. This podcast is called Hearers and Doers because that's the kind of people we are committing to becoming. Women or men who choose to not just hear what is true, but actually live it out in our day-to-day lives. I'd love to hear your big takeaways from today's episode. Would you share them? Post them on social media and be sure to tag me at Becky Kaiser. And if you love today's episode, don't forget to give it an awesome review because that helps others find the show too. And you can always text the link to friends so they don't miss it either. Hope you have an awesome rest of your day, my friend. Love you so.